All right. By popular demand, we're going to be talking about the elements of certification in the EFT and how those elements not only lead you to certification, but help take you to the next level in your practice with your clients. Welcome to the Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy with your hosts, Dr. James Hawkins and Dr. Ryan Reyna. EFT is a dynamic model that humbles even the most seasoned therapists. Together, we want to come alongside you as you continually push the leading edge of your understanding and application of this wonderful model developed by Dr. Sue Johnson. All right, welcome back. We're so glad to be with you. Sorry we've had a few uh, gaps in our production, had a few uh, major things going on in the world. So uh, tell me about it. We're glad to be back with you and, and plan to be with you for some time. Hey, we're going to talk about certification, what makes certification go, some practical tips. But before we do, today is a day of great celebration, man. Let me tell you, it's so exciting. Dr. James Hawkins, our host of our podcast, has become a trainer in EFT. All right. And uh, we're super excited. We knew that might happen, but we didn't know it would happen uh, necessarily at this timing. So we're just fired up, man. So congratulations. Man. You totally deserve it. We're proud of you. And uh, we're excited about the expansion of what is a great voice in our community, in our world. And uh, we're just so excited that you're with us and just want to say congratulations. Man, thank you. And I Speech, speech. Speech. I, I, I do have to give one. Um <laughs> True to the, the model of EFT being about attachment, I really couldn't be here without the attachment figures in my life, you know, family, mentors, and definitely my wife and my kids. Um, but also I want to say a shout out to, to the Arkansas EFT community who really helped me really, the idea behind this is push the leading edge. Such sharp individuals that we feel safe to take risks together, to examine each other's work together. And so that's been very thankful and definitely thankful to um, the different EFT trainers who have been a part of my journey. Thank you, Ryan and George, for uh, believing in me and, and mentoring me along the process. I really appreciate it. My honor, man. My honor. It's been uh, great to work with you. Looking forward to the future. All right, man. So now with today we're going to be jumping into even just that whole process of certification yeah. and the elements of certification. But it's not just even if you aren't concerned about really saying, I don't really want to certify an EFT. Yeah. But what we want to pull out are the practical things that help get you to that. Because no matter where, you, what modality you practice, I believe, or if you don't want to be, these elements will really help push the leading edge of your practice. It will, yeah. And and uh, we'll talk about that. And I think I think it may be more important now than ever mm. as the context changes, as more things go online, as there's more of a you know international feel in terms of, of how referrals are made and so forth. And so we want to talk about that, but also people have just been asking us to. It's really, really common in EFT that people learn the model, love the model, practice the model. They get right to the line where they're ready to certify, and they stall out right there. Mm -hmm. That's okay. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of great EFTers that are not certified. The difference is we don't know about you. <laughs> I mean, you know, within reason. Uh, as an example of this, I can't remember exactly what city it was. It was somewhere in Texas. It was Houston or San Antonio, somewhere like that, a, a month or so ago. And I got this long email, you know, this sort of difficult story about someone's family who's there. It's a heartbreaking story. You know, will you see them? And I, I couldn't for various reasons. Let me help you find someone. So I'm going to a place I really don't have that many relationships. 
So I'm going to ICEF's website where it says uh, find a therapist. And there's a list of tons of people, but the people that have a C or an S by their name, I have some sense of confidence that they've been practicing their craft mm-hmm. and, and that they have a sense of what they're doing. And I don't think that's necessarily accurate. I think there's, again, a lot of great people that are not. That's right. That's right. But it allows us to find you, to let, to let us know where you are. So uh, I would really encourage certification more than ever. Yeah. Uh, when I first started this journey, the first thing I ever said is I'm not certifying. I got more letters and certifications than I got brain cells, <laughs> you know, but, but I was wrong. I was wrong. It, it made me better. Mm-hmm. It connected me to a network, which does matter. Mm. I'm not even talking about financially. I don't mean relationally. I mean a sense of my own process. So I really recommend ISEF membership and certification, and, and I didn't always do that. It's not my type to be much of a salesman, but, uh, but I, I was wrong, and mm-hmm. so I, I want to say that. Um, Can I join in with that yeah, part? Yeah, please do. And I appreciate you not just going to the money part, and I, re- and I know your heart, but I got to say, it really has paid for itself for me, and what I mean by that is not just when I got to supervisor or trainer status, but where it really began, like I really had clients that sought me out at least three times that said, we went to a hold me tight. We went to a creative for connection. This EFT thing really works. I had one client that was researching models. He's just a very intellectual withdrawal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so he researched and he, he began to go through his area and said, who are the credential people in my area who I know have already been vetted by someone who really knows EFT. So for me, just through those, like maybe at least three clients that explicitly told me that process. They've paid for my certification and a good part of my training already because of how many sessions they come in for. So. Yeah. I mean, it seems expensive, but it's really not. Uh, it's an you, investment. It is. When you think, well, <laughs> I have an old professor. It sounds kind of mean, but he used to say, you may tell you what's expensive? Sucking. That's what's Ooh. expensive. <laughs> he, yeah, he was I mean, meaning, hey, invest in your craft. Yeah, when you're not, right. When you're lost and you're not good at what you do, that's what gets expensive. 100%. You know, all, it takes is, all it takes is two or three sort of nuances that you that you get good at yeah you have success you just paid for years and years and years with referrals and so that's That's all part of this that's fair because now because my process is so clear where maybe I would be a little bit more stringent on the number of couples I would have I still have to be careful of that but now like me for me seeing a couple kind of feels like seeing an individual at times I know my process and I know where we are and I know where I want to go so I have more capacity now yeah yeah for sure and uh, I, I'm pretty sure my mom's mad at me for just saying the word sucking on a podcast. But <laughs> I was just quoting someone. I was just quoting. So uh, anyway, hey, we want to jump in and, and give some practical pieces here. Um, I find myself telling people this by the hundred. And so I'm like, let's just put it on a podcast. Maybe they people that can just listen to the podcast and, and then we don't have to have the same conversation 5,000 times. Maybe this is Ryan being a bit lazy here. But I just want to put the information that I – teach people because I've got a lot of people right now who are like hey I want to certify by the end of this year and that's really the way to do it if you want to certify mm-hmm. don't just keep marching along put an x on the calendar yep find three or four folks in your community who want to do it with you that's the best way to do it yep and get after it you absolutely can do it and what seems like I'm just putting a, a video together I believe it can double your your skill set Right. So, so let's jump into what I tell people or like, Hey, help me figure out how to certify. What it takes is two 20 minute, um, sections of video. Uh, there's only two people in the world at this point at the airing of this podcast that, that grade certification videos 
for uh, for ISEF. They're two of my dear friends, unbelievable humans and therapist supervisors, Gail Palmer and Allison Lee. Um, they're great. They're nice. They want to pass you. Um, they're not trying to, you know, be mean, but they're also, they expect to be able to see you do the model. And it's not so easy to show yourself doing the model in two 20-minute sections, all right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I tell people is you got to find the right couple. Mm -hmm. You got to have dyad work or family work. It's got to be more than one person in the room mm -hmm. for you to certify. And you got to find the right couple. That doesn't mean that EFT doesn't work with harder couples. It's just if you have a couple who's, who comes in, they've been struggling for 40 years. Or if you have one, someone come in and they have a ton of childhood trauma that they've never touched. Or if you have someone who's just sort of rigidly, you know, stuck, which is really common, by the way. That's the majority of my couples. EFT is perfect for all those scenarios, but it's not perfect to show it quickly. So you're really looking for a couple that, that has a little bit of maneuverability, that, that's, that has some motivation, who's willing to let you video your sessions. That's what you're looking to mm -hmm. identify. And they're everywhere, by the way. That's people right. often think, no one will let me. The majority of people will let you especially if you let them know and you sign, of course, releases saying this is for research, this is for training, this is to ensure that I'm doing my very best work for you. Yep. I'm going to have some of the top people in the world watch me. That's what Gail's watching. She's not watching the couple. She's watching your skills. And they're going to give me direct feedback about how to help you. That's right. Sign me up for that. Yep. I want that. I want, I want a therapist who's that conscientious, by the way. So yep. my compliments, if you're even listening to this, uh, because the reasons you're listening to this are really important. And can I say the language I used to use just kind of having been in the medical field is what, in where people can understand it. It's kind of like being a doctor in residence where he has these immediate supervisors who are observing and supervising his work. It's kind of like I'm in residence for a specialty. And then there's like the, the person that I'm showing it to is like the, the doctor over me who's, who's, watching my work and then they say oh that makes complete sense and every good doctor in the world did that exactly and would you want to go to a doctor who didn't do that exactly i wouldn't so there you go there's our sales pitch so next piece so get the right get the right couple or relationship doesn't have to be any certain type of relationship married or not doesn't matter just need to see a relationship and the next piece i want to talk about that that's a real um it's not a bad thing it's just sort of a, a can be it oftentimes is an enemy of certification, and that is the word integration. I'm an old professor at a, at a couple of universities. I used to teach the uh, theories class. I loved it. I got to teach my 17 systems models. That was my specialty. I enjoy every one of them. I respect them all. I really do. I, I, I think they're wonderful stories about how we developed. I think they all add a nice mosaic to the process of being a dedicated healer. Um, <laughs> and yet they can pollute your brain. <laughs> and, you know, th so one of the things that keeps people from certifying is they're not running clean EFT. You know, they're, they're getting something happens in session and all of a sudden I pull something out of some other model. All of a sudden I go Bowenian or I go CBT. And that's not me knocking those other models. I, I respect them. I appreciate them. If someone is out there trying to help people, hey, God bless them. I'm with you. It's not, it's not a competition thing. But integration is working against you when you're trying to certify because you need the speed of that 20 minutes to, to be clean and running EFT. What I believe is <laughs> maybe the majority of EFT therapists have, have not ever actually done a complete EFT session. 
meaning where they're staying on the process. And that's not me being mean. I think it's, uh, it takes some practice to, to run it clean, myself included. When I finally changed my mind to certify and I started watching my videos, I was doing EFT for 20 minutes. And I would flip back to something else for three minutes. And I'd flip back to EFT. And before long, it's just like, well, it was kind of EFT. And uh, just not ideal for certification. What I also learned, though, I guess I'm kind of pushing the edge here. Isn't that the title of our podcast? So don't take me as mean. I'm just trying to help do what you want to do. I'm not an anti-integration guy. If you have good reasons to integrate and it helps people, fine. But I'll say this. A lot of times when people integrate, it's not really because that's what the client needs. It's because I got lost in my own process. And what I found is when I went through certification, I said, this is my, this is my self-talk. You ready? I'm like, you know, Ryan, instead of trying to do six models, which really means you're doing none of them, by the way, instead of trying to do three models or four models, why don't you just try to trust the process fully one time and see what happens? And guess what happened? It was some of my best work. There's a reason we have 37 years of research and the highest outcome by far uh, of working with couples in history. There's a reason that it's good. It's because it's a good map. So maybe just on this one time, try to do it the way it's written instead of freelancing everywhere. You can always go back to freelancing later. What most people find is when they go through certification, it's often the first time they've run it clean, so to speak. And now they can the rest of their career. To mm-hmm. me, that's the number one good reason to certify, in addition to the fact that it networks you and so forth. Mm-hmm. You want to comment on that? Yeah, the clean part. So let me catch this, <laughs> this other part. I and mean, you might get to this. So you, you're going to record a full session. Yep. But you pick a 20-minute segment, and you'll tell Ga- Gail and Allison, watch this 20 minutes. And there's the beautiful part. You get to watch the whole session and say, you know what? This is where I was really clean, where I really had it locked down. This is showing me at my best. And then I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but the other two things you send in with your video is you write up a case conceptualization telling about, you know, your client, where they are, how they present it, what work you've done with them, where you feel they are and where they need to go. That really helped me out a lot, Ryan, to really sit down. And now it's like doing that for them. It made me really lock in some more. Then you also do a full transcript of your set of that, of that 20 minute section of your session. But what you also do in that, what you get the beautiful ability to do is as you watch it, you get to go and label specifically. This is what I was going to do in this session. I felt like this client was in stage one. And we were, and of course, you're always working through the EFT Tango, which we're going to be talking about that in our next episode. And you get to show in that 20 minutes, I was in this move of the Tango. This is what I was trying to accomplish. Here are the interventions I use. When I did that and I had to go back and verbatim, it made me clean up my language. I was like, wow, that was kind of wordy, James. You need to clean that up so that your client can understand how how did I miss that little phrase yep. right there? Oh, I was doing this intervention. And then, because I was in a community with another person that was doing it, we switched transcripts and helped each other through our transcript. Nice. And she and, and Debbie was the other person who's an EFT supervisor. Mm-hmm. And she was able to say... Debbie Pridemore? That's right, just a new supervisor. And she was able to come in and say, James, you were using great empathic reflection right here. James, that was a good conjecture right here. I'm like, I totally missed that. Nice. I totally missed that. Thank yep. you, Debbie. And what a gift that is to the rest of your clients, the rest of your career. I mean, what a great thing it is to study it at that level, you know, to clean these pieces up, to find the things that you're doing well, which feels good to encourage yourself mm-hmm. or be encouraged, but also to go, man, right here, I spent three minutes of psych ed 
I didn't need to. That's right. That, the motion was sitting right in front of me. Why didn't I just go for mission, right, which happens to all of us. But you won't know until you enter a process like this. And I might be jumping ahead of your process, but I know many people get scared in certification because it is vulnerable. It is vulnerable, totally. and I get it. And I felt that even in me. But now I have so much more confidence now right. because it's like I sat down. But before it ever gets to Gail or Allison or my supervisor, I scrutinized my tape. And But it wasn't just beating myself down, right? It was I found out what I was really good at. Yeah, That's what I found through the process. Nice. Like This is my good go-to move. Nice. Work that, James. And so I was able to build that up while I can also now break down my work segment by segment nice. and say where I can clean up. Nice. And so now it's like, wow, I feel more comfortable with it now. Nice. And you also get usually a, a page of written feedback from one of the top yep. EFT therapists in the history of the world. That's kind of cool, too. I still have all of mine that, Al, <laughs> that Gail go. and Allison sent me. There you go. You know, in another <laughs> lifetime, most folks don't know this about me because it's irrelevant, but in another lifetime, I was a, a baseball player coach, and then I also scouted for the Baltimore Orioles for a couple of years. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll sign you autographs later. <laughs> I was like the lowest scout in the whole organization. I think one person knew my name. But anyway, they, they called. I was in Kansas City at the time. That's where I lived. And uh, they said, hey, we want to put you on as an associate scout, which we make basically no money. And we want you to try to watch 100 games this year. And all we're looking for is pitchers. Don't even call us about hitters. We don't care, which Albert Pujols was in my region. But I won't get into that story. All we want, all we want is pitchers. We want you to find a kid as young as possible who can hit 90 miles per hour one time. Mm. We don't care where it goes. We don't care if it hits the backstop. If you can find me a 16-year-old who can touch 90, call us because we'll teach them the rest. And then they said, because if they can do it one time, the rest of the process will refine well. That's, how, that's the nature of – that's a learning curve of humanity. So, so going through certification wow. and running it clean one time, it's like, okay, now I can. Now I can take these skills and build them the rest of your career. I think there's danger in not go ahead and do it the way it's written at least a few times. If you want to, my preference is if you want to integrate, integrate after you fully get the model as opposed to as you do. Though I appreciate there's some difficulties with that. I agree. So just wrapping up here, what, 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 what Gail and Allison want to see on certification is a stage one 20 minutes and a stage two 20 minutes. It can be on one side. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to like work both sides perfectly equal though on stage one you do need to hear from both clients um, and they want the five moves of the tango that's what they're looking for this has gotten more simple than when i certified and we were still looking at steps and so forth and stages <coughs> what they want to see is the five moves of the tango move one really really reflect present process of attachment we're going to talk about that in our next episode how that often goes wrong it's the hardest move as we've talked about before Move two, we want to do affect assembly. So, so, the, so in between step one and two is that temp process to really, really organize how this goes, get into an emotion, take it as deep as the client can tolerate. So distill, bring forth, heighten the emotion, the second move of the tango. When you have a, a good granular description of someone's primary emotion, vulnerable pain. Those are all words you can use. We don't just want to talk about it. We want to enact it to the partner. So set up a good clean enactment as best as you can. After that enactment process, every single attachment feature that happened before, during, and after the enactment. 
The fifth move is summarize what you just saw. So if you can show those five elements, you got your stage one video. Mm-hmm. For stage two, here's the good news. It's the same five elements. Show the tango again. The difference is in the second move of the tango, when you're distilling into primary emotion, take it deeper. Stay longer. Ask about model of self. So not only are you sad and hurt, in this sad and hurt place, how do you feel about you? So you're passing over a deeper kind of experience and or loading need in this most sad place. What is it that your heart really longs to get from your partner? I wish he would just put his arm around it. Can you turn right now and ask him for that right now? Right, so it's the same five moves. You're just loading the bottom half of the second and third move of the tango a little deeper, a little more model of self and or with need. And you can just show one side. You can show the withdrawal re-engagement side or the pursuer softening side, either one. That's what we're looking for along with the things that you write in that James talked about. Mm-hmm. And that's the process of certification. Can I add the parts that Gail gave, see, I still remember it, that she added in is you might not even get all five elements, but you need to be, they need to see that you can walk through that. And within it, you're showing good attunement to the clients. You're able to work with emotion. You're not just talking about emotion. You're actually working with emotion. Yep. They want to see that you can see the couple's distress through an attachment lens and that you can work within that attachment lens. And one that she gave me that was a good one was that she, she wanted to see that I could hold both of their experiences without invalidating either one. Good. So those are just some more little nuances. And just think about it. We talked about it within certification, but that's really just the, the essential elements, like we said, of good couples therapy anyway. Yeah. And so just being clean in the process and hitting those key things that really help couples shift. Yep, running it clean. There's already so much noise and so much extra with the couple. If you find yourself wanting to integrate, pause and ask yourself why. That's right. Do I really have some some other model that's better than than what has proven to work? Or am I just feeling a little anxious? So one last thing. I remember actually reading Gail's response to you, which is funny. My brain remembers it's so random anyway. When you're doing the transcript, you can also jump in there. You know, you can oh. put a star or something, and you can say something like, here's what I was thinking. Here's what I wish I would have done differently. And that actually helps you certify. Because yep. then they're showing yep. that you know what you're talking about. Thank you, Ryan. So if you, if you, like we'll talk about in the next episode, if you make one of the five most common mistakes in the tango, and you did it, but you didn't do as well as you wanted to, you can write a paragraph right there. And that helps Gail or Allison certify you. So that's a little look at certification. Let us know how we can help you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening. We hope this experience helps you push the leading edge in your work to help people connect with themselves and with each other. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review. You can contact us at pushtheleadingedge at gmail.com. And you can follow us on our Facebook page at Push the Leading Edge. You can follow Ryan on Facebook at Ryan Rayner Professional Training and on his website, ryanreynatraining.com. You can follow James on Facebook and Instagram at LPC. You can also check out his website, dochawklpc.com. Thank you.